go. Come on. How'd she make out at the multiple sale this weekend? Work her arse off. I saw her when I was dropping my stuff off, but yeah, I bet. Does she volunteer like the whole Saturday and yeah, the Friday night thing and yeah. Saturday as well. Wow. So um, she was happy though because they she she joins the group Saturday night at, at St. James Gate. Oh good. Yeah, yeah. Last year she couldn't do it. It was just just too beat. Yeah. Just spent. Yeah. She couldn't do it at all. So this year she's actually able to to make it out there. That's what I do. Yeah, okay, now we're recording. so well. Yes. Actually, I feel like I'm... Yeah, get closer. <laughs> I just feel like I'm... Like, you oh, did I? That's okay, I was going to add you. Here it is. I'm looking at the video down here, but I'm like, that's not yeah, the but same that's not video. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Monday. 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 From either Tiffany Agnew Inspires yep. or from the Braden Foundation. And we're very thrilled that she's joined us today to tell us all about it. Hi, Tiffany. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and to tell you guys a little bit more about the Braden Foundation. So, yeah, we know because we follow you online that Braden was your son. But if you'd like to tell his story to the audience, please. Sure. Um, so it's been almost a year ago since Brayton passed. It's actually a year this week on Thursday. So he was diagnosed with hepatopulmonary syndrome in like late December last year. Um, that was like the first time he exhibited any symptoms whatsoever. And he passed in May. So just five months after. Uh, dealing with that loss was, you know, it kind of rocked my world. So I very quickly um, started the Braden Foundation in his memory. I wanted to really shift my focus on something that was bigger than myself and something that, you know, could keep his memory alive and help others, you know, all in the same breath. So I really shifted my focus and I started that in June, just the next month after he passed. So we give children in New Brunswick, uh, well, children that have severe life-threatening or high-risk illnesses, their option between having a bedroom makeover or a shopping spree. So we just want to give them something fun and positive to focus on and give their parents a chance to see the kids just being kids, right? Because when they're given these diagnoses that are, you know, far beyond their years, they're really forced to grow up so fast. And it's, it's really hard on parents, too. So I feel like the room makeovers and the shopping sprees, although they're meant for the kids, like they bring a lot to the parents as well. They're so excited when I call them and talk to them on the phone. Like, so that's what we do at the Braden Foundation. The first time that I saw uh, you sharing one of the room makeovers online, it just, it just seemed like such a wonderful way to focus. And it was obvious that it came from someone who had gone through an experience where you had an ill child because I in my mind you would end up spending a lot of time in this room mm -hmm. and to do everything you could to fill that room with joy and fun 
just seems like such a fantastic way to, to help families. Yeah, when I initially wanted to start a foundation, I actually didn't even know what the foundation would do. I just knew that I wanted to do something. So an awesome lady here in my area, Haley Bowen from Marketing on Purpose, um, is a friend of mine. and She's now on our board of directors as well. So I had met up with her. She was going to help me do some brainstorming and stuff. And we kind of tossed around a few ideas that we thought the Brain Foundation might do. And like none of them really felt you know, like none of them were like, yes, like, um, so she had asked me, well, what do you think would have brought Brayden the most happiness in those last five months? And he was like your typical teenager. He was obsessed with video games, um, and technology. He wanted to be a YouTube star. So he was really into all that tech stuff. So, and he loved to spend money as most teenagers do. So immediately like it just came to me I was like a room makeover like someone coming in and decking out his room with all this cool stuff or like a shopping spree where he could just go out and buy a bunch of cool stuff and that's we decided right away that that was as soon as I said it I was like yes this is absolutely what it would, we would do because I just knew that those are the two things that he would have loved most so it stuck I really like that idea. It's, it is, like Jenna said, it's so different. It's a great way to, to spin things a little bit differently as well. Do you know how many kids in New Brunswick you've helped so far? Uh, yeah, we've done um, two room makeovers so far and two shopping sprees. And right now we have three more applicants approved. So we're started on two projects. As soon as those two projects are completed, we'll move into our third project. Wow, that's amazing. What kind of reaction have you been getting from the families that you're helping? Um, when I call the parents, like, they're just so happy. Like, I have talked to almost every parent on the phone for at least an hour or more each time I call. Um, we had one of our board members, like, pop over to an applicant's house to have her sign our media release waiver. And she ended up being there for, like, over two hours just like they didn't know each other they just met so um just chatting and, and talking so we've had such good reaction from from all of the families they're really overwhelmed and what has it been like for you to go through this process again and again with these families it's really become like the whole foundation has become like a form of therapy for me. Like it's been really hard, but also, I don't know, really good for my mental health as well, because it's, like I said, it's given me something so positive to focus on. So turning like the most horrible, unimaginable loss into something that can give people hope. And it's really impacted, I think, the whole community. Like, I meet people and they're like, oh, you're from the Braden Foundation. And, you know, people are just really inspired by it. So we've had so many people like give to the foundation. We've raised like over $20,000 like so far for the foundation. And like people are just really um, supportive. So the whole community really has been involved and it's been amazing to see that. Fantastic. Now, you also, like you mentioned at the beginning, have Tiffany Agnew and Spires as well. Can you tell us how the two work hand in hand? Sure. Um, Tiffany Agnew and Spires, like, it's really something like I had always wanted to do. Um, and I had actually started a different page before that, 
where I wanted to kind of inspire people to wake up to their lives and, you know, work on their personal development. So that's been something that I've always been really interested in. And I started making a really big focus in my life a couple of years ago. Um, but I really had only scratched the surface of that and, and with how much risk I took and how, how I was willing to put myself out there and, you know, how much I showed up. And then, you know, after losing Braden, one, I, I wanted to be as brave as he was in life. And, and two, I wake up with that reminder every day of how precious life can be and how in like a blink, everything in your life can change. So I just wanted to take that and inspire other people to wake up to their lives, to, you know, be brave enough to, to live their best life. So the two kind of go hand in hand. I talk so much in my blog about Braden and about everything that I've been going through and even about the shopping sprees and the makeovers because I'm involved in all of those as well like so I'm myself going right into these people's homes and you know hanging up stuff on the wall and I'm out there doing the shopping so it's really become part of my blog as well. I'm wondering if you can share a little bit about how you keep that positive outlook when you're going through something that's so, so big and coming back to it again and again because of what you've chosen to do with the foundation? Yeah, um, I just thought that, you know, I needed to reframe the way that I looked at grief. And I definitely have those moments every day of waking up to like the heartache and and you know feeling so lost but i don't want his life to become all about those final moments i wanted to stay about the wonderful 18 years that we had with him and i don't really know i've always been a really optimistic person but i think just with that reminder daily of how short life can be it's just really inspired me to you know, want to keep his memory alive, to want to become my best self. And I think for me, becoming my best self is, you know, growing that foundation and keeping his memory alive and, and showing other people that no matter what you can, no matter what you've been through, like you can still get up no matter how many times you fall, you can choose to step back up again. I'm not sure why I'm able to do that, but it's honestly, it's helped me. So knowing that I have the foundation and I have all these people out there, you know, whose lives would be made better by maybe getting a day that's all focused on them so that they can go shopping and, you know, have a chance to just be a kid and, and be spoiled for a whole day. Like knowing that I have people out there that can benefit from that kind of stuff. I guess that really inspires me and it, it gives me a reason to keep showing up. If uh, you take these kids out on their shopping sprees, what what's like the the major thing that they're buying? I'm like in my head, my kids would be beanie boos all all, all the way. If they, oh, a whole beanie boo room, I can only imagine. What's been the funnest thing? You I don't even know what a beanie boo is. Uh, the joys of having a teenager rather than yeah toddler. It's right just now. a stuffed animal. It's just a what stuffed animal. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into this beanie boo. The kids that have chosen the shopping sprees or any parts of the shopping have been older. So yeah. the really popular thing is um, those like Apple watches that like do texting and stuff. Like yeah, that has been, yeah, that has been popular. 
And we actually had a girl that we did a shopping spree for at Christmas time. Like it was early, I think it was the first weekend of December we did her shopping spree. And she actually came with a list of like people that she wanted to shop for for Christmas too, which I thought was like so sweet. And on her list was even um, getting pet food for the Animal Rescue League because she heard on Facebook that they were low on cat food. And it just like warmed my heart. Oh, that's incredible. Absolutely incredible. That is. And they were really generous gifts too. Like she wasn't buying like, you know, she wasn't being like, oh, I need to make sure I have enough money for myself. Like she bought like her mom, this beautiful like family ring um, with like all their birthstones on it. Like she was really buying her family and spoiling them with really nice gifts. And I, I thought that that was really sweet to see like a teenager, you know, able to have the whole day to themselves, buy whatever they want, and they come with a list of all their friends and family that they want to shop for for Christmas. Incredible. Mm, that is, that's so, yeah, heartwarming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if you can share a little bit about what, what you see for the future. This has only been, you know, not even a full year of the foundation yet. So where do you see this growing? Um, we're already planning some different growth both opportunities coming up. So, I mean, of course, we'd like to continue to be able to do more and more kids every year. And this is for New Brunswick, um, not just like we've only done people in our area, like in St. John, Chris Pansis. So, you know, hopefully we get some applicants, maybe even from the Moncton area or Fredericton. Like we'd love to, you know, expand the reach of the Braden Foundation. And through talking with people, um, parents, and even the kids and spending time with them, we saw uh, a need for a support group like we really feel like these families need some extra support so um, we're hoping this coming fall to launch a support group program um, led by a counselor who is uh, a member of our board of directors so it's not official yet but that's the direction we're we're hoping to go into of course we'll still carry on with our with our room makeovers and our shopping sprees but just we felt that the parents could really use and benefit from being connected with other parents who are going through the same thing because there's a lot lost their family members, you know, but not really support for people who are struggling with, you know, dealing with these, you know, unimaginable illnesses that their kids have. So we're hoping to launch that this fall. Perfect. Now, you just mentioned that you're based at a St. John Quiz Pam. Um, how do people connect with you if they wanted to donate to your foundation or if they had a story to tell um, or someone to nominate? Yes, yeah, so um, people can reach out to us on Facebook. Um, we're just the Braden Foundation. We just recently um, started on Instagram as well, the Braden Foundation. And we, of course, have our, our website, thebradenfoundation.com. So the application is on people can uh, fill it out right online you don't have to be a parent like you could be a friend of the family or uh, a medical professional that you know you see someone and you think that oh I think this kid should get a shopping spree you can always fill out an application on their behalf and in any of those uh, places as well to make a donation or if you're interested in being involved in the foundation like volunteering or offering any of your skills that you might have for our room makeovers or anything like that we would we would love to hear from anyone that's willing to help 
Excellent. I think that's a, a nice, easy way. Thank goodness for social media yes. to, to get the word <laughs> out, right? I mean, like you said, it's only been a year. And with the help of social media, this is going to spread fast. It is. And it's been, it's been very, very interesting to follow. <laughs> everyone hear that fun ding? Yeah, <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> there we go. We're going to get to work some magic on this one. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. The joys of the internet. We were just talking about how great the internet is for the foundation and not so great for our podcast, apparently. <laughs> well, it'll be fine. Um, but I was, I was just saying, I don't know if you could hear it, Tiffany, I was saying that it's been really rewarding even for me just to follow along and to see when you share pictures of the room makeovers and the shopping sprees. And it, it is such a great reminder to all of us about how, yeah, just how simple some things can be to bring so much joy. Yeah, it really is, you know, just giving that kid something to look forward to in a whole day that's all about them or, you know, a lot of kids that are dealing with these illnesses, they spend so much time in their rooms. Right, Braden himself, he was on um, oxygen for his last five months, so he had an at-home oxygen machine. So, like, he hardly left his room. Like, even just coming, you know, down to make food it was something that was a real struggle for him. So, we often made his food and brought it to him. So, he spent all of his time in there. So, having that space be, you know, something that they just love and filled with like all the best and coolest things uh, and everything that they they could ever want in a room. You know, it's just so nice for them. I think another great thing about showing the experiences on the internet as well is that people that are donating money can see actually what their money is going towards. And that's always rewarding for the donator as well. Absolutely. And we just started with our, our most recent applicant. Like we actually told her on a live Facebook video. Um, about the room makeover she's really shy so um, but it's kind of nice for people like they can be really involved and this particular little girl she actually for her room makeover she wants a pet daycare and before we met her we thought it was like actually like going to be like a fake pet daycare like, like you know we were thinking we'd filled it with we would fill it with like some stuffies and you know what I mean <laughs> but it was for her actual pets she wants this for her actual pets so we let other people get involved. Like we went on to Facebook and we're like, okay, this is our first ever pet daycare. Like, what do you guys think we should put in this pet daycare? Like, give us some ideas, like tell us what you think. So like people gave us a slew of ideas of things that we must include in our pet daycare. So we really want to make it something that the community can continuously be involved in. So we're hoping to do some more, um, Facebook lives like when we tell the kid that was the first time we thought of that and then we're hoping that we can do some live um, video of the reveal so when we do a room makeover we don't let them like they're not allowed to see it until it's done so we're hoping that we can do a live reveal for the next one too so that we can continue to keep the community involved because like I said it's been something that everyone seems to have really poured themselves into and and they, uh, they want to be a part of it. Yeah, it, the, and those are always so fun, those reveals, especially <laughs> if, like a room makeover or a shopping spree. Like that's, it's so fun to watch, especially when you understand how special it is to that, to that family. I want to know, did you have any ideas uh, before Braden passed that you were going to start something? I know that it all happened so quickly, right? 
Um, did you have an inkling before? Like, was Tiffany Agnew inspired before all of this? And so I had a page before where I did like one where I did inspire people. I had it for a couple of years. I wasn't allowed to change the name of that page, and I felt it wasn't reflective anymore. It was called uh, Gold Diggers, like gold, <laughs> not gold. <laughs> um, but I was taking a different um, focus, so I didn't want it to be called that. And so I started a brand new page. Um, that is something I have always been interested in. I've wanted to be a motivational speaker since like I learned that they exist. And that was like an actual job that people did. I've always wanted to write. Um, I'm writing a book right now too about the lessons that Braden taught me in life um, and even in his passing. So that's something I've always wanted to do. And Brayden, like this was his second life-threatening illness that he had. When he was seven, he had a life-threatening illness. He got this rare blood infection that caused him to go to into septic shock. So he spent a long time, he was in hospital here um, in St. John, and then he was flown to Halifax, and then he was flown to the IWK, or sorry, not the IWK, the Toronto Sick Kids Hospital, where he spent several months in hospital. Um, and they thought that he might not make it. And then he was put on a transplant list at that point, And then they took him off within less than 24 hours. Cause they said that he was too sick to get that transplant. Um, and then like a couple of days later, they were just like, he's doing better. Like they were going for you know he's doing better and then like he just kept getting better and then eventually they he recovered he didn't need a transplant like he had a lot of a long road to recovery but they said that his um the fact that you know he healed and didn't need that transplant that his his recovery was miraculous so like we had a you know we were really involved in the i guess the medical field and he got a wish from the wish foundation and you know he had like he had like a tube feed that he had to have at home for a year he had to do physiotherapy like he had to have a nurse come to our house because like he had uh, bed sores and stuff like that that like were really really massive so you know just being so heavily involved in the healthcare system I had always known that I wanted to do something um, so that was like 11 years before he passed I was like you know someday I want to you know, start a foundation. I don't know what I wanted to do, but, but that quickly became like a someday goal. Like, yeah, that'd be great. I want to do that someday. Um, and you know, I thought about it different times off and on. I had started thinking about it a lot when we, when we got thrown right back into, you know, him having some health issues. And so in early January 2018 it's been something I had been thinking about like oh some you know it was making that someday feel like it was a little bit closer like you know when he gets better when he you know gets his liver transplant and you know he recovers from all this like we're gonna do that like we're gonna start that foundation um, so I had been thinking about it a little bit and then like you know as soon as I lost him I was like I have to do that like it wasn't even a matter of if I could it was like I had to and I mean he passed in Halifax and I was already saying I was doing it driving home from Halifax the next day because I just knew for me that it was I, I needed something and and that was what I needed so that was a long answer but <laughs> no it was it was the right answer it was, it was the right answer yes I, absolutely I think that 
it, it's come to light that it wasn't just you that needed it, it was the community that needed this yeah. as well. Yeah, and even all of, you know, all of the people in Braden's life that, that loved him, I think they all needed it and it, you know, it's something for them all to hang on to. I think that's a, a great place to leave the show today. I think it is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one more time though, Tiffany, tell us all how we can get in contact with you and the foundation uh, for motiv motivational speaking stuff or also for making a donation. Yeah, so our uh, website is thebradenfoundation.com so people can reach out there. They can apply for um, to be an applicant. They can find us on Facebook at the Braden Foundation and also on Instagram. My um, blog is found at tiffanyagnew.com and my Facebook page for that is Tiffany Agnew Inspires and it's the same on Instagram as well. Fantastic, thank you so much again for jumping on board with us today. We really, really appreciate it and I loved hearing your story. I've been following you for a while so it was nice to actually get to talk to you somewhat face-to-face. -face. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I I hope that we'll hear from some people from Moncton. I'm sure you will. I'm sure as, as these stories get out there and it grows, I think this foundation is going to do some really incredible things in this province. Yes, that's our goal. Thanks so much, Tiffany. Take care. Thank you. And thanks to everyone for tuning in for this week's podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Rogers, on the website, pickleplanetmoncton.com. And all over Tasha's social media. Yeah, <laughs> we're everywhere. You can't get away from us. We'll see you next week. And we're good.